Hey gang, I want to tell you about an amazing website that I personally use, podcorn.com. Podcorn.com takes the mystery and frustration out of finding sponsorship for your podcast. They're sponsoring this episode of WSEG right now. Let me tell you how effective Podcorn can be. A few days ago, while researching sponsorships for the podcast, I found Podcorn and I signed up and I sent out a few proposals and in less than a week, I had a sponsor, podcorn.com. That's right. Podcorn is sponsoring this episode in less than a week of being on the platform. There's no exclusivities. You name your own rates and you maintain complete creative control over your show. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Go click on the link in the show notes to find a sponsor for your podcast today. Podcorn.com. Now on with the show. Jordan, I'm only going. 
That was today's guest, Amelia Ray Music, off of her Twitch stream, doing her own rendition of Wayfaring Stranger. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's guest is Amelia Ray Music. Amelia Ray is an amazing artist out of uh, from America, but they are living in Helsinki right now. And uh, I, I had a wonderful conversation with Amelia. I enjoy hanging out in Amelia's Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv slash Amelia Ray Music, which I'll give you a spelling of that. Uh, A-M-E-L-I-A r-a-y music so amelia ray music so twitch.tv slash amelia ray music she also has a website that you can go and check out which is ameliaray.net so go give her some love i put uh, the twit uh, what <laughs> i put the the links in the show notes so go click around show amelia some love uh, we'll get to Amelia here in just a moment, but first go to RainyMystique.com. Go check her out. Uh, she has some cool things going on. Uh, she, she, she streams on Twitch uh, every Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday, and uh, she, she's doing big things right now. She's actually taking a week off, and uh, when she comes back, it's going to be awesome. So I think her first stream is February 8th, so please do tune in twitch.tv slash reinamystique r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e you can also find we speak english good on twitch go and find us at twitch.tv slash we speak english good come and join in on the fun we're having a good time over there come be a part of the conversation come uh, uh play games and win prizes come and join us for cypher deluxe man we got music streams and live loops we got all kinds of shit going on you need to kind of get your asses over there because here's the thing 
you're not going to get any of that extra content. If you love this show, if you like this show, you're going to get so much more content over at the Twitch stream. Go over there and, and make yourself known. So please come through twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, I want to give a shout out to modedstudios.com, M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Thank you for sponsoring our show. You guys might have noticed we have a new sponsor for this episode and the next episode. Uh, so I'm very happy to have Podcorn on the show, but Moded Studios has been our sponsor from uh, for a very long time now. So we still love Moded Studios. Go and check out their wide array of, uh, of, of patches and apparel fully embroidered. You can get yourself a Wu-Tang patch pretty much customizable you can get it in your country's flag or your favorite sports team or or a design of your own uh, go check them out i love it I, I love that company and they've been with us for a long time so they're not going anywhere modedstudios.com is still on board with us uh, you can also like subscribe and review like us on facebook instagram and uh twitter and uh, uh tiktok and uh discord and the whole thing look the, the links are in the show just go click around there and make yourself at home uh you can also subscribe to us on apple itunes spotify anywhere you get your podcast please do subscribe it's helpful you can also sub subscribe to us on youtube you can subscribe to us on twitch uh youtube you'll find all the the video versions of the interviews and plus some music tutorials and some other silly stuff that i do uh in twitch of course you already know the pitch on twitch come over there and get yourself some extra content that you're gonna love and and and, and if you want to subscribe over there it costs you a few dollars but just know that all that money goes right back into the stream so please do come through uh you can also leave us a review now this is a very important one if you are looking for uh, an easy way to help this show and it's free you know going over the twitch it'll cost you a few dollars which by the way it won't cost you any money to come hang out and chat you do not have to subscribe you just got to come over and say hi uh that's it you do not have to subscribe but it helps it helps but with the review there's no money involved all you gotta do is go to itunes and log in and and find the show and leave a review for us it helps us to be found in the algorithms uh the podcast universe uh and and, it, it, and i'll read them on air i'll read the the things on air if you want or not i don't know Write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking, how we're doing, uh, how was your uh, <laughs> how was your investments? How's your investment portfolio going? I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at mine. It's not going so great, but I'm holding. I'm holding. Reddit says the hold, so we're holding. Okay, so let's uh, let's jump on over to Amelia Ray. Oh yeah, wait, I gotta tell you what's going on this week. This Friday we have the ND Brothers. The ND Brothers are out of Rochester, New York, I believe. They are uh, a young couple, uh, acoustic duo. They are streamers. They also have music out in the world. So come by at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday. Uh, the what is Friday? What's today even? My goodness. Uh, Friday the let's see today is the second third fourth fifth Friday the fifth there you go February fifth Andy Brothers live 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we'll see if they want to stay for Cipher Deluxe we had a really good time with Cliff Stallings music on Cipher Deluxe last Friday so I'm gonna see if they want to participate okay let's uh let, let's get on over to Amelia 
I I love Amelia. I love her song called Hambone Says. And I'll link it into the show notes so you guys can go check it out. It's really good. And I think, you know, since it's Black History Month, it's probably, you know, I, I wanted to play it, but I'm, I'm steering away from any any original music that's been released. I'm steering away from it, which is a big bummer because I really want to play Hambone Says. But um, you still got a sample of Amelia from her Twitch stream. And that that I just want to make sure that you guys know who you're about to you know listen to who you're about to listen to so go and check out handbone says it's so good the video is amazing and uh the song is a very stripped down simple song but it's just super powerful again i love amelia i hang out in her stream often so i, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation i had with amelia ray music Amelia Ray music. Thank you so much for being here. I, I truly appreciate it, and 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 I, I I realize now that you didn't hear a word I said earlier, so that's good because I feel like I I, I feel a little embarrassed about what I said because I'm just well about the hair metal bands. Oh no no no! I just I just was like <laughs> because it's it's just me because I like to um I like to nervously ramble. And so in those moments where I'm just sort of in this free limbo at the beginning of the show, I'm just sort of sitting there like, blah, 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 blah. And you'd think after about six or seven years doing this that I would be, you know, a little bit better at intros and such. But no, <laughs> I am not. So, no, it was the, the it, it, you know, let's not revisit. Why, why am I even bringing right. it? I'll watch it later. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You'd be like, oh, that's what he's talking about. What a weirdo, uh, <laughs> which is fine. I am weird a little. Anyways, thank you so much for being on here. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, I'm talking to you from Helsinki. Well, I'm in Ohio, but you're in Helsinki. And I'm just, you know, like you, you have a song called Constant Traveler and you have, a, you know, like you live in another country. It's, it's, what, what, what is it about America that you hate that you feel like you have to be in another country? Amelia Ray music. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. After you. I'm just joking, everybody. Well, it isn't a very I, long list. Um, <laughs> She's like, well, there's a long list. <laughs> no. I'll be happy to not, go over all the points. No, I don't I don't hate uh, the states. I'm just it's joking. It's difficult no, for me to feel comfortable there. Wow. Um, and it's uh a large part of it has to do with lack of universal health care oh constantly worrying if something happens to me you know yeah. how am i going to afford it right um i had a big health scare about a decade ago now it's been that long wow and fortunately i lived in spain at the time so i didn't have to worry about uh, coverage or you know paying for prescriptions out of the nose I think my prescriptions were 90 cents or something like that wow, wow. Um, so well, that's a big big part of it um, and uh, being afraid of you know being 
shot by the police is a big one too. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. But but more than more than about what I don't like about living in the states, it's that I really enjoy living in Europe. Uh, I like the proximity of lots of different countries and cultures, you know, mm. just a train ride away or a ferry ride in this case. Right. Um, uh, we got, we got it, someone in the chat it, who doesn't know where Helsinki is. Helsinki. Helsinki. <laughs> where, where is hell? Where, where the hell is that? Oh, I see. I see. Uh, it's the capital of Finland. There and, you go. Oh my God. I said and, Denmark in the email. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just so I'm the worst. Bordered by uh, Sweden is that way, and Russia is about an hour and a half, two hours that way. Oh wow! And Estonia is a two-hour ferry ride away. Yeah. You know, like what you know, watching that the Hambone says video, and which you released, you know, a few months ago. And it's you know falling on the sort of the turmoil, um, on the fallout from the Michael Brown murder, um, you know, like do you as an outsider looking at the states, um, I mean, how how what how do you feel about what's sort of going on? And I mean, watching that video, if anybody saw the video that I played at the top, you know, it's a very powerful video and brings up a lot of points you know how how are you viewing the states right now from your point of view you know as a you know as a european uh do you have dual citizenship no no i'm just a resident oh you're just you're just visiting all right all right okay yeah well well (laughs) as someone you know who's not currently in the in it and viewing it from an outside uh what's your thoughts on what's going on right now uh well, I haven't, I, I, first of all, I, I was in the States from the end of March mm. until the end of July. Oh, okay. So I spent a great deal of the quarantine and during the protests and, and mm. I was in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Um, and that's so where s- I made the video. We filmed it there mm. with Jake Wood and uh, Peggy Peralta wh- while I was there. So, um I wasn't in the streets, you know, I didn't, I didn't leave the house. I was quarantined, but, but I was there while it was going on. And I don't know what's going on now. I try not to, Mm. to follow the news, uh, especially during election years. Um, (laughs) Too much of a Hollywood saga. (laughs) It's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's sad. I guess my biggest the thing that I notice the most is when I go outside here, I, I, I tense up, you know, and it takes me a, a minute to, re- I mean, I could just be going to take the trash out mm-hmm. um, and I'm defensive and I have to talk myself down, you know, um, and remind myself, okay, that, I mean, there certainly are threats, um, a reindeer could run me over while I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. the cops could harass me here or, you know, anywhere. Yeah. But I really just, just to walk around with that feeling. Um, that's what living in the States is for me. It stresses me out. Wow. Wow. Um, 
that's 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 pretty intense that's a pretty intense reason to 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 bounce which i mean it's very acceptable in my book i mean uh, so do you you know i i don't want to just sit here and talk about you know race i want to talk about you and stuff but that that video you release is a very powerful video and you know Mm -hmm. it's like your last major release of, of music that you put out there so uh, I sort of wanted to talk about it. Can you kind of go on into some of the some of the background of the video and sort of what the the meaning and what you were coming from for it, and maybe that can shed a little bit more light on you know sure. your your feelings uh-huh. on what's going on. Well, my friend Jake, who's the the man playing the bandero, the bandero. you mean the tambourine? Yeah, that tambourine. That that good uh, down 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 tambourine <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> he he wrote me and said that he had an opportunity to film a video on a rooftop with Peggy Peralta, the cinematographer. And he said, oh, we, we got to do it, you know, while you're here. And so we were thinking of what we would sing a song about. And he's, we decided nothing about being quarantined because that was boring. And he wanted something that was, uh, you know, speaking about social injustice. And I sort of dragged my feet. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm feeling really angry right now. I'm scared. I'm frustrated, you know. Mm. But he was insistent. Um, like, yeah, come on, we got to do this. He, he wanted to, to take advantage of filming this, um, this video. And we hadn't worked together on a project in a while. We've, we've done quite a few um, projects together. I guess we've known each other 15 years or something like that. Mm. Um, so... So it was time for us to do something together. So I thought, okay, what can we do? Because it was filmed live, so mm. it, there wouldn't be any mixing music later or right. instrumentation. It was just going to be vocals and and the pandero. And so I said, well, um, we'll have to, have to sing something, you know, um, Basic, I thought. So, so I thought, okay, we're gonna do something about racism, and maybe if it sounds like a chain gang song, you know, because that would be a simple uh, beat that he could play, and then I will sing something over it. And uh, I'm trying to remember now how it became something much more elaborate than that. But uh, I got it into my head that. Um, he was going to be a field hand and I was going to be dressed as an overseer. Mm. And I would be complaining about these um, uppity Negroes, basically, right. you know, and how we needed to eradicate them. And so I thought, well, I can't just stand there for two or three minutes or however long a song is and just say, uppity Negroes, gotta go. You know, so I had to think of something <laughs> to write about. So, uh, I started thinking about what kind of style. I also didn't want to sing just a chain gang rhythm for three minutes, so that would get kind of boring. So right. I thought, well, it'd be nice if we could sort of somehow change the music, um, that it would be recognizable that it's moving from one uh, genre to another. So uh, I decided to start with uh, sort of Negro spiritual and move through jazz and rock and roll to hip hop. Mm-hmm. And for the content, for the lyrics, um, the lyrics describe uh, different events that have happened 
racially motivated killings, most of them um, in the United States. Mm. But they uh, go in chronological order. So I think the first instance that's mentioned is the Rosewood Massacre in, in Florida mm-hmm. um, in the 1920s. And that's during the, there's an Appalachian part at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that the overseer and character is singing about that incident. And then it moves on to jazz. And then it's another incident later in history and so on mm-hmm. until you get to the end, which is, hip hop and then it references um Sandra Bland and Brianna Taylor and and more recent events. Uh so that was that was that's Hambone says. Right. In a nutshell. <laughs> well I um you know what what was sort of I mean, how did you sort of come up with this idea and this concept to, you know, sort of go through the timeline and, and sort of uh, this role reversal thing where you're, you know, you're the overseer and mm. uh, what, what sort of popped now? How did you kind of come to that concept? Well, the role reversal came about when I saw the previous video that Jake and Peggy had done on mm. a rooftop. Okay. And Jake has a tendency to cut his, his pants off just below the knee. So oh. they're always frayed. Gotcha. So he, he looked like a field hand. <laughs> just the first thought I had when I saw him so you're like, bent yeah. over playing this tambourine with his cut-off pants. And, you know, and I thought, oh, he's been out in the field too long. So, <laughs> so that was kind of, you know, kind of me taking a dig at, at my friend was <laughs> how that, that idea came about. Well, that's nice. <laughs> that's but... Um, I, I don't remember how I how I thought of the going in chronological order. I just knew that I had to do something. There had to be a framework for the song. Right. It couldn't just be, you know, meandering or or just complaint. There had to be some sort of not a point to it, but a structure. Right, right. Some sort of package. How do you think that? Um, how do you think that reflects on your your feelings about what's going on? How does that relate to it? And, and what do you mean, gimmick? Uh, well, I was very, as I said, I was very angry at the time and frustrated. Right. And I was in it. I mean, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm still angry and frustrated, but I I now have the luxury of being. Uh, distance geographically which is you know you're never never distanced from it emotionally but um but i i'm very proud of it i think it might be the best thing that that i've done so far yeah and you know i i really yeah i really dig it and i really i really dig like the the minimalist approach to Mm -hmm. it as well where it's just you and 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 the pandero and you guys are Mm -hmm. You know, you're going through these things. I mean, it definitely does keep you interested and keep you wanting to like what what's gonna happen next. And it, I mean, we're we're watching it right now on stream. Like I'm I'm playing it while we're sort of talking, and, mm-hmm. and you can sort of see like what she's talking about when it comes to like how she's dressed. And 
I, I love the words. I just love everything about this. We're, we're, now, when it came to the concept of the video itself, was that, did you have any sort of say in that? Or were you just sort of like, hey, That was all Jake. He had the, Jake. he had the, uh, the vision and he directed it and he edited it and oh, put okay. the lyrics there. Okay. Yeah. And it was my only my only rule was that in no shot could he ever appear taller than I was. So he always had to be <laughs> lower. I like that. What what was your reasoning? Because he's a white man. And I'm not. <laughs> because you know, motherfucker. The point of the that's that's the message. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. And, no. he, and he, he couldn't I was the one saying all of the hurtful things like all lives matter you know right. so he had to appear um inferior yeah, yeah. When, but, but the rest of it that yeah that was that was all him and, and of course peggy you know mm -hmm. when when the protests were going on uh, did you ever feel compelled that you wanted to go out and protest never well? never no um it, well it's not the first reason but the, a big part of it was because there was a pandemic going on. Yes. So I wasn't about to <laughs> set foot outside of my house. Yeah. Um, I also, I don't like crowds. Mm. Uh, I don't trust people in large groups. Yeah. And I, I did my marching, I guess. I kind of feel like, <laughs> In, in a way, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm over it or, or things are better or it's somebody else's job. Mm. But, but I remember the feelings that I had when I did it were very, um, you know, I was a fiery young activist in, in San Francisco and in the Castro and gay rights and, you know, AIDS uh, dance-a-thons and all that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I don't feel that way anymore. Um, I, I guess I, I'm just, I'm not an activist for life. I guess I could say yeah. I prefer to use my time and energy in other ways than, than joining the masses on the street. So, uh, and the video is, is one of the ways. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, when, um, you know, um, <clears throat> when all this, when all that was going on, can you post a link to that video? Yes, I can. Girl 2.0. Right now, I will do that. Here you go. Definitely go check this out, guys. And go follow um, Amelia on YouTube and all that stuff, too, please. Go get those numbers up. Uh, and here is all of her stuff. Okay. Um... When all this was sort of happening, let's switch back here. Um, when all this was happening, you know, like there was a lot of, um, what I noticed was, is uh, Hambone says is a touching song, definitely worth listening. Yeah, absolutely, Calvo, absolutely. Uh, when all this was going on, uh, you know, there was a scrutiny. At, well, I, I'll just say my wife took some scrutiny um because she wasn't putting the black thing over her picture on <laughs> on Instagram and she wasn't saying, you know, BLM and and by the way everyone my wife is black and she uh and it's just so you guys get a little context, random mystique. 
huge shout out to Rainy Mystique, our mod here. But you know, she was she was receiving a lot of a lot of you know, just like why aren't you saying something? Why aren't you using your platform? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And then the silence is violence thing. And and yeah, uh, how, how how do you? feel about that how, how does that fall on you and did you receive any criticism or i mean like obviously you were saying something obviously you weren't just sitting in silence um and well, and, and neither I, was my wife by I the didn't. way she wasn't just sitting in silence she was angry and 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 yeah, upset too you yeah. know like like everybody um, i didn't receive criticism but i did have i started my my uh what's now up, retired Rob? talk show up, up, and array. I love that show, by the way. I loved it. It was so cute. I love. I just like the concept. Um, I started it on June 2nd, mm -hmm. which happened to be the first Blackout Tuesday. Oh. And I had, um, you know, spent the week promoting and, oh, my show's coming Tuesday. And I picked Tuesdays and I had a guest lined up. And then out of nowhere, the internet decided it was going to be Blackout Tuesday and that <laughs> Black uh, artists shouldn't create anything on that Tuesday. And I thought, well, no one told me, you know, maybe <laughs> if, if I had a call from the Council of Elders, you know, <laughs> Harry Belafonte or Cicely Tyson had rang me up and said, not today. You know, I, I, okay, by all means, whatever you say. Got it. But... Um, I, first, so I thought, well, who decides this sort of things? And second right. of all, what point does it make to silence black voices if the problem is that black voices aren't being heard? Mm. Yeah. So how is me my silence <laughs> helping anything? So I went rogue and I did my show and I ignored the second blackout you know too. and but but this is part of what I mean about not wanting to be a joiner or not trusting people in groups you mm. know if you remember that day people were putting black squares on their profile pictures and then tagging BLM right and then halfway through the day it was please stop doing that because people who are searching for BLM for news about BLM are only when they type this tag in they're only getting black squares right instead right. of information so you know nobody thought that through no and now in the middle of your your protest day you you've got people running crazy and you know <laughs> yeah so um yeah i i also think it's quite rude to tell people Mm. Um, what they should feel, when they should feel it, what they should do with their time and their energy. Yeah. Um, nobody knows what anyone else is going through and how they process things and what their their own needs are for, for personal care for those around them. Yeah. And I don't understand the point of wanting to tell someone what to do or or how to feel. I mm. mean... I wouldn't like if any anyone nobody would like that if someone did that to you. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and we got you know, girl two point is wondering exactly the same thing. Why more silence? The tip, the typical headless chicken effect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but there does seem to be like. It, when you're when you especially when you're saying like why are people telling other people how to feel 
Like, why mm-hmm. are people trying to almost hold power over other people to make them agree? I saw, I saw Chelsea Handler. I don't know what it was, but Chelsea Handler was talking about 50 Cent, 50 Cent. I think that, I don't know. Is it 50 Cent or is it 50? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. All right. Two uh, quarters. Okay. Two quarters. Two quarters. I saw her talking about two quarters. And uh, she was saying, you know, like, he, because he was talking about, he was, he was saying that, you know, he's considering voting for Trump. And, you know, Chelsea Handler. God bless her. Sorry, I have to interrupt you because I don't know who Chelsea Handler is. I know the name, but she'll have okay, to Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Well, she's an American comedian, and she's a very much okay. a social uh, justice activist person. Mm-hmm. And her, she's, she's a white lady, um, and she was sitting there telling Jimmy Fallon, uh, the host of The Tonight mm-hmm. Show, I think I it was Jimmy Fallon. Well, I, you know what? I don't know. I just like... <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, we call them 50 pennies over here. Well, thank you very much. 50 pennies, all right. <laughs> 50 pennies. Half, half a dollar, man. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> just half, baby. Uh, the, uh, you know, she was sitting there telling uh, Jimmy Fallon, I think it was Jimmy Fallon, I might be wrong, but she's sitting there saying, like, doesn't he know that he's black? Doesn't he know that his choices, because he's talking about voting for Trump, and mm-hmm. she was sitting there saying how black people weren't, you know, aren't allowed, especially 50 Cent, because he has this, you know, he has this, uh, he has a platform and mm-hmm. what he says will influence other people. And I'm just sitting there as like, wow, there's a lot of white people. And that's, that's not, that's not just, that's not just her, you know, that's a lot. You see videos where there's like a white girl yelling at a black cop telling him he's racist. And it's just like, you know, there's a lot of white people telling black people how they should feel feel and i'm just curious on how you feel about that how does that fall on you when when you see that and and because because it doesn't just it's not just white people by the way it's also Mm -hmm. people it's also black people who are telling other black people that they're wrong i'm mexican and i was telling my mexican friend that he's he's a race traitor for voting for donald trump and in, in reality, you know, like that's just his 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 right as an American. And I I've I've come to terms with like you know I, I'm not writing off half of the country because they're choosing to vote for that thing. But it's just you know like it was just a lot. It's just a, I I don't I don't understand it either. I don't understand what why you have to have it. Like why do people have to like agree with you why is it so first of all i guess well, it's how scary. it's scary when people don't hold your views yeah. if if you define yourself um if your definition of yourself relies on you know being surrounded by those who are like you and and if you look like this, you must think like this. You must vote this way, you yeah. know. Um, and when something goes counter to that and it sh- shocks your system, then it's frightening. Right. Uh, it's much easier and more freeing and more relaxing to look at people as individuals. I mean, it'd be easier for Chelsea to say 50 cents a person, and I don't understand it, but he chooses to vote for this person. And instead of wasting energy trying to convince him that he's wrong, you know, go talk to somebody who's, uh, I don't know, who, who, who thinks like you or, or, or 
I don't know. I don't, I, I don't understand the need for it. Now I understand, okay, people are dying. Um, I can't even say his name. I don't know what to call him. What's his number? 45? <laughs> no, 46. Uh, I, I don't know. I no. lost, I lost count. <laughs> I lost count after 45. Hey. No, it's 45. I don't know. um, See, now I sound like an asshole. It's just, uh, it's it's really despicable that this has happened Mm. and that this person has held this office. And I understand being angry about that and wanting people to not support that, the the behavior, you know, But at the same time, everyone has a right to their opinion. I think the scariest thing to me that has come out of these past few years has been cancel culture. Yeah. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely terrifying. Going back to what we were talking about, uh, about, um, you know, being told that you need to post a black profile picture and that sort of thing, you know, Everybody who's up in arms and saying, oh, don't buy this. What's it? It's not Monsanto, but whatever the guy with the canned food mogul. Oh, the Goya? Is that who it is? Yeah, Goya. Yeah. Don't buy Goya. This He's voting for Trump. Don't buy this. You know, one day they're going to come knocking on your door. They're yeah. going to come for you. Yeah. You're going to do something or say something that upsets the wrong group of people and mm-hmm. you're going to be canceled. And I think, what is, you know, it's like something out of a... A Bradbury novel, you know, the cancel, cancel police are coming. Or right out of history, yeah. out of the Red Scare, right? Yeah, oh. yeah you know. Right out of, right out of, uh, right out of our yeah. own glorious history. <laughs> I always used to think, you know, when I was a kid and obsessed with science, I mean, I'm still obsessed with science fiction, but yeah, when I was getting awesome. into it and reading, you know, all the Asimov I could get my hands on, nice. I always thought it would be really bad if the if the far right took over, you know, that's yeah. the worst thing because they want to control how you think and what you do. And, and, and I'm realizing it, it really, it isn't, I mean, I guess it's the, the far on either side, but mm. the, it can lately it's been coming from the left. So, yeah. No, well, that's the thing. Extremism lives on both sides. And, yeah. and I feel like what's happening now is that we're each side is trying to silence the other and we're not really meeting any kind of, place in the middle we're not even trying to have the conversation so yeah what we're seeing and we're is- not doing anything we're not bettering ourselves you know True we're spending that. all this time arguing and fighting and pointing fingers right well, look at what you're doing you know right. what have you done today to 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 make life on the planet better i was on twitter for 13 hours <laughs> that's what i did okay <laughs> amelia ray i spent my whole day on twitter Telling people how wrong they are and how they should <laughs> die for their sins. That's what yeah. I did today, Amelia That's Ray. That's and when what you I get, did. Your, get your Twitter heart attack, let's hope you have some <laughs> health insurance. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh my God! No, it, it it is a it is a trip. It is a trip that you know that will will silence the other side and then wonder why they revert to extremism, why, why yeah. people feel unheard and why people want to go and run people down at a, at a, at a protest or shoot somebody yeah. in the face for wearing a hat. You know, it's like, 
We wonder why these people are getting so upset and so frustrated, and yet we're sitting here. We're not improving our own lives. We're only worried about what's going on in other people's lives. And and, yeah. and, and, and then you just find your place in your echo chamber, and, 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 and that's where you live until, yeah. you know. It's, and okay. also, not only are you in your echo chamber, you're giving the other side, the side you're fighting, a platform by constantly talking about them and constantly tweeting about them. And I mean, every little thing they do, that's how we got this one in office, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's counterproductive. It's not healthy. It's <laughs> a waste of time and energy. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, I've definitely gotten off that thing. I mean, like I've never been a fan of it just because of my podcasting and like, I, I like to talk a lot of shit. So I just, I'm not one to be told like, hey, you can't say that. It's like, well, now mm -hmm. I just, all I want to do is say that. And obviously I'm not talking about like horrible words that offend people, but, uh, you know, like specific words, but I'm, but like sometimes horrible words don't have to be specific things. Yeah. Let's not go there. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I know I do say stuff that pisses people off, but I also say stuff that I think that ma that makes people think about something. And sometimes people don't mm. like thinking about shit. People like this cut and dry idea that, well, you know, Amelia Ray is uh, is this black woman, so she has to be angry about social justice, and she has to be, you know, like, uh, you know, what I mean, like, or or like, uh, uh, I was talking to Gail Hakes West, um, who. I don't know if you know who Gail is, um, but she's a music streamer and she has blue mm -hmm. hair and she has glasses. And, and, you know, she, she's saying how like people think because she has the blue hair, it's short and she looks a certain way that, you know, now she thinks that she, that, that she's on her soapbox and you can't say this around her and you can't do that mm -hmm. around her. And you get, you know, like it, it's just, it, it's getting, um, it's getting weird. It's just getting weird, and and so like how how is that function out in the in in Europe? How do you does does it work like that? Is it is it seeping into European culture? This I don't know. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> like, I don't talk to these people. <laughs> I even stopped going to the grocery store. I don't really? Know my so, delivered. Yeah. You know, I, that's what I'm gonna have to do. Um, no, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I. I I don't know. First of all, I can't speak in general terms. I can't right. speak for all of Europe, all of Finland, right. or even all of my town. Right. Um, well, I mean, you could speak for your personal but I experience. But I, but I don't keep, you know, I, I don't, like I said, I don't read the news. I don't know. I really don't know what's going on. Right. Like, as you can tell by my set list, I sort of <laughs> checked out. Yeah, the nineties. Turn of the century. Yeah, yeah. Anything past the late nineties, you're you're yeah. treading on you're treading on some. Uh, if you really want to be safe, nineteen ninety five is the cutoff. Point. <laughs> there you go. So don't five ninety six. After Jeff Buckley died, I just I hung it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, tell me about uh, how did you end up in Helsinki? How, how did you end up? Oh, yeah. Oh, first, let me get these guest questions and, and let me get mm. a little bit of this chat. Uh, yes, great conversation. Thank Bagels. you, Girl 2.0. I appreciate that. And Wild But Sober says, I'm loving your talk, Amelia Ray Music. I like that too. I like it. She is a really intelligent person. Yeah, I agree. And that's what I was saying at the beginning is like, I, I respect your, your intellect, first of all, and your sense of humor. It's just, it's, you're very funny and very smart. Um, let's ask this question. Uh, hi there. Custom channel troll again. 
Wild but sober is our uh, is our troll, and that's okay. We love him. Uh, and besides, he has these he has these most luscious locks that I'm so jealous of because my hair's falling out. But but he has this long, glorious hair. It's just it's beautiful. Uh, and he's a fantastic producer. Everybody, go give Wild but Sober a, a, a follow. Everybody, okay, shout out Wild but Sober. Do it. Everybody, go give. Are you gonna ask? Are you gonna ask his question? Of course I am, because you do cook. You you are a cook, and you look like a fantastic cook. I'm not eating it. I, I haven't eaten her food, but I imagine that it's amazing. <laughs> I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna eat her food. I'm not eating that. It's, it's just not gonna happen. But from what she says, she's it tastes good. Uh, so yeah, uh, here's here's the question. Uh, what's your favorite food? Sushi. Sushi. What kind of sushi? Oh, um, mm, that's a tough one. Like favorite, like cut of fish. Sure. Probably hamachi. Hamachi. I don't even know what that is. It's not a California roll. That's not your favorite kind of sushi. Is a California roll. Please. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I graduated from California World 30 years ago. <laughs> That's been abandoned, son. Uh, yeah. But it is, I mean, it's where you start. So I can't, I can't pretend like I didn't have my time with Hey, hey, you know what? That's, that's where I started. California World is where I started. Because I, I didn't know. I'm from Ohio. I went out to California. I'm like, what is oh, this place? Goodness. Yeah, well, I mean, you go. You know that. You know that band. What is that song? Dun, 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 I'm from Ohio. Is that Ed's Redeeming Qualities? Do you know that band? No. I have to find this song. It's a funny song, and he just says that he's all of these things from Ohio. That's all I remember right <laughs> now. Anybody can I find it. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. If he's if he's boasting about being from Ohio, I don't trust it. Well, I don't think it. I didn't say it was a flattering song. <laughs> Good. Then I trust it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bagels or pretzels, Kappa? Bagels. Bagels. Why bagels? Why pretzels? Right. What is that? I I agree. I, I agree. Kind of trouble to go through to get. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, like eat a cracker, I was going to say. But if you're talking about pretzels that you get at the fair that are hot and you put mustard soft, on them. Soft, yes. Those are amazing. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. But are they That's better a than a bagel? Thing. Are they better than a oh, bagel with tough. some schmear? Oh, man, a good bagel with schmear and Knox. Hey. Or pretzel. I gotta get back to you. I gotta all think right, about right. that. Fair I, enough. This Fair is right. very difficult. <laughs> Damn, she got all the answers ready. No, she ain't got all the answers ready. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> you just heard her here first. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I was talking to Gail about that too. What the? What's the point of a fucking little dry ass little pretzel that only makes you need water? Like you gotta eat it with water, and it's just like it, like it's like as soon as it touches your your tongue, it like your whole mouth is is like a desert. Yeah, it it just seems like somebody went through an awful lot of work to make these, yeah, pretzel crackers. Pretzels, just just, uh, what am I in prison? Why would you, are you torturing me? <laughs> right, right. At least yeah. eating it ensures that you stay hydrated. Well, 
I mean, it doesn't. Not if you don't have any water. Right, right. If you, like when you're on a plane and they give you pretzels and then they don't come by with water, with drinks, so that, you know, yeah. like if you're in wherever, right. the opposite place of where they start, it doesn't matter <laughs> which end you're at. And they come down and they're like, pretzels, pretzels. And you're like, oh, yeah, I would, I would love a snack right now. Right. Look. And then you eat them and then you're like, oh, it just, oh, I'm awake. <laughs> you know it's not going to be here for at least another 25 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, and, like, they, and they give you these tiny useless bags with four pretzels in it. Maybe that's why I'm giving the pretzels a hard time. Maybe it's it's been their presentation. Maybe yeah. it's not their fault at all. Uh, yeah, and – yeah, and they serve them on airplanes where you just you, no one likes flying anymore anyway. So maybe you're associating. Pretzels. Oh, I love flying now. You like flying now? Oh, so much room. Oh, you mean like in the no time of COVID security. or? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You know what? Raina said the same thing. She went to she went to Denver for a photo shoot and um, and she was like, it was great. <laughs> I had all the space. Yeah. I know you know like. The social distance thing is a myth at the airport, but whatever. And <laughs> she's yeah. like, I had a great time, and we and uh, hey, whatever. Random mistake. Thank you so much for gifting uh, uh, Amelia Ray music that sub. I appreciate that. Oh, you, thank you. you, you I try, I tried to look in the chat, but I I can't. I'm only on my phone, that's and right. I don't dare touch anything because I'm. I'm not really good with tech. I used to be really good with tech, you know. Well, it it it, it, it kept on going, right? It, like like yeah, we got to a certain thing. point, and then it kept going, and now we're just yeah. sort of catching it's not up. Not like being a welder, you know. Once you learn how to weld something, <laughs> right? You're pretty good, right? You had a stable job. It's not like that. No. Nobody knows what C plus plus is anymore. Nobody wants to know. I, I certainly don't. I mean, I don't Nobody even need that. I don't even want to like Google it. To nah. look at what it means. <laughs> <laughs> like information is very easily attainable these days, but I don't even want to do that. I have That's C++. A, isn't that a fascinating thing that people, I mean, how lazy can we get really? <laughs> Humanity is just a most puzzling thing to me some days. I, I watch people come, you know, walking around town or whatever, and say, someone will get to the door of the building and they've got bags coming in from the shopping and they've got to get their keys to get into the door they will not put their phone down <laughs> like this they're dropping apples oh. or they've got the thing in the door you know and i wow it, 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 if if an alien were to watch this they would just see what, what on earth is this creature doing you know <laughs> It's it's insane. No, because I I mean I'm one of those people, by the way, that will like go through all this the trouble without having to put my phone away until finally I just I just submit like damn it, oh just put it in my pocket. <laughs> like like the act of putting a phone in your pocket takes so much energy that I have to actually complain about it internally. Like god damn it, you know like it, it's just. Why? But but I'm also that type of person who has like this reoccurring nightmare where I fly like I'm just driving and I'm flying off of this big bridge and it's the middle of winter and I plunge down into the icy cold water and water starts rushing in and you know I can feel the coldness and I can feel my body starting to like go into hyperthermia and the only thing I can think of is like oh no my fucking phone no no not my phone I just got it and that's my dream, and I wake up. So, 
that's how deeply embedded that uh, my my addiction and love for my device has I'm gone. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> you know yeah. what? It's it's. You I, have a wife <laughs> and, and and a child. Yeah, yeah. Feel bad for them. Don't feel bad for me. <laughs> feel bad for my wife and child who have to sit there and have a relationship with this guy. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not that bad. But because, but only because my wife and child are, are will just come and sit on me. They'll just be like, okay. They'll be like, now what, bitch? You gotta like, you have to answer to this. No, it, it's true. It is like we get so wrapped up in our devices and stuff that we just we we, we just forget about just simple motor functions like opening the door or like saying hi to your family or you know eating dinner yeah. with somebody and being engaged it's uh it, it is yeah. sad it is sad that that's where we're at and and be bewildering i suppose that yeah and especially now because i i i understand it now needing to be connected all of the time because we can't be together mm. so um it, it it's a big contradiction for me at the moment um, <laughs> yeah it, like my life is you know what am i gonna do but, <laughs> but i just mean when i when i sit and have my my ponderings about humanity you know it's like well well yeah you know we, we need to be be connected and and i certainly enjoy you know, the time I spend uh, here on Twitch and, and uh, it makes, it makes uh, life here a, a lot more fun and interesting. Not as, not as mundane as it could be waiting for reindeer sighting. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. I swear. I saw, I saw <laughs> one not. once like last year. It was great. I saw his tail. It was oh, wonderful. Well, I, did, I did see reindeer. I saw three this year. I was in Iceland and it, they were on the highway, and they were just trotting alongside the the vehicle. They were beautiful. I love that. Have you ever been to like uh, uh um uh what's the not Yosemite but the other one that I always confuse Yosemite the Grand with? Canyon. No, it's the other Yellowstone. one. Yellowstone. Thank you, thank you. They both have a Y, so it's just it, <laughs> I'm lost. Um, <laughs> Yeah, have you ever been to like uh, to uh, Yellowstone and and drove up next to the bison and stuff? I don't know. Have you ever been to those places? Yeah, I was too young to remember. Ah, but, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I love those. I love I love seeing like just nature just walking next to your car. Like yeah. it's like they're like they're like we're just sort of invading their space with our vehicle and our road, <laughs> and they're just like walking next to you, like whatever. I'm just here. I need some food. Yeah, and I I went on a safari once in in Santa Rosa, which is just north of San Francisco. I doubt it's still there. I hope I hope it didn't burn down with the animals. But there was oh, a God. large uh, reserve. And they had zebras and ostrich and all these sorts of things. Oh, you nice. drive through and giraffes. And the zebras, the the guide said, don't uh, try to call them over for pictures because we were in an open jeep. Yeah. Because they're very aggressive. They will they try to attack the jeep. They'll ram it. You know. <laughs> so we were all frightened of the zebras. <laughs> Keeping an eye on that. Watch out. For and the meantime, <laughs> meantime, an ostrich came and. Picked my head oh. when we were all watching out for the zebras. Oh, I don't like birds. Yeah, they're the ones you got to watch out yeah, for. Yeah, they're the assholes. The zebras are just mm -hmm. trying to do their thing. It's really the ostriches. Yeah. 
trying to come and get your hair. <laughs> Losers. Uh, no, I don't remember the bison, but I do remember the the great <laughs> ostrich pecking of 20, whatever. 2019 something. It was after 1995 of that, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, at least you have, at least you know what's going on after 1995 i mean <laughs> it would be funny if you were like dressed in old 90s gears i don't know where i was going with that anyway it is one of my fa favorite sayings is uh well I've, I've been saying it since the 90s and i just never changed the number but when i want people to get with the program you know i say that, come on man get with it it's the 90s <laughs> get with it it's the 90s yeah like that because go ahead <laughs> Well, just when it when it we came into the two thousands, it it didn't nothing seemed right as a replacement for it's the nineties. Right. Nothing the 90s. pulled off the tongue as smoothly, and then now it's twenty years later, so it's funny to say it's the nineties. But I've been saying it all this time. You yeah. See. So now that now it's ironic. Now I'm a sort of a a hipster. <laughs> do, do you remember the? Did you ever watch uh, Conan O'Brien at all? Like they all regularly. He had this regular bit that he would do uh, in the 90s. They, it was called uh, uh, the year 2000. It was like, in the year 2000. And they would make these predictions for the year 2000. And then as the 2000 came and passed, they just decided to keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> now they have like the same bit they sing. In the year two thousand, <laughs> and like, and, and Conan's like, in the year two thousand, you know, computers will talk to one another. Well, you know, it's just like whatever. I just, I love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah, What's up, Detroit Gladiator? Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Back, he stole it from me. Um, back then, we lived in very limited uh, neighborhoods and spaces. When everybody got connected, it made connections elsewhere much more achievable. But now all is wine and roses. I got to admit, I made some good friends on the internet, and I couldn't think of my life without them now. Yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing, right? Like, we have these, um, you know, like, we, we, we're constantly being told, or, or not being told, but or at least trying to tell ourselves, or trying to figure out how to navigate through being addicted and being so wrapped up in our electronics and our devices that, you know, we're like, we have to force ourselves out to these holidays now. It's like electronic free holiday, you know, like I'm just a weekend without it. It's like, oh yeah. and it could always be like that if we wanted to, if we could have a little yeah. self-control. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're constantly fighting this battle and... <laughs> And uh, but but yet we're able to communicate with people that we'd never be able to communicate with. Right. I'm able to have. I this... never would have met you. Right. Exactly. And and how interesting Twitch is. I've really come to just love Twitch so much, and and like it takes up a lot of my time. Um, just being on it, thinking about it, thinking mm -hmm. about stream, thinking about you know other people's streams, trying to be in other people's streams, and uh, it's just like we're 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 stuck in the in, you know we're in lockdown here. And what a better way to be locked down than with like uh, the ability to communicate with people and to communicate the way that we do with people and to be mm -hmm. able to have like real, like these real interactions with people. Like it just, it blows my, it blew my mind the first time that we really saw how this was all working and how me and mm -hmm. Raina, when we started streaming on Twitch, I mean, it just blows my mind. I, how did you come to Twitch? How did you uh, find yourself here? And, uh, uh, oh, and I saw your question, Raina. I will definitely get to that question. I, What's up, Joker? First, I think I opened a Twitch account 
last year at some point, um, I started following a couple streams, yeah. ACS, and I was, I was also launching Patreon at the same time. So I was trying to figure out what it all was, what it all meant. So I, <laughs> what, I, is all I this? what is a dream? Okay. Uh, where does he get these? What is it? Wonderful toys. Um, <laughs> it, it, so I just up, was kind of a, a stalker, not even a stalker because I didn't really understand it. You know, mm. I would watch and sort of right. try to figure out what was going on. And then, um, in June, right? Yeah, in June, I started um, streaming on Twitch. The, the the one regret I have, the one regret, that's a silly thing to say. One, it's not a regret, and two, it wouldn't be the only one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had had twitched earlier this year because I did a, a series of 24-hour uh, music festivals mm-hmm. in March, April, and May. And I, I didn't think, oh, I have this Twitch account that I've never used. Because it would have been a great platform for that. Yeah, but, definitely. But after that, conveniently, just after the third one, then I started to to experiment more with Twitch um, and and get into streaming. That's when I started doing Up Up and A-Ray. Because um, I really got hooked with this um, with doing these festivals, you mm-hmm. know, interacting with musicians virtually. So I, yeah, it's just sort of nuts and bolts piecing it together and people like, uh, it's a me Calvo, you know, or the, the first, first supporters and coming to my streams and telling me, Oh, we can't hear anything or <laughs> dropping, you know, all of these things you have to figure out when you, when you first get started. So, and yeah, that's been six months now. So, um, what were before the pandemic? How, were you what were you doing for work? Were you a full time musician, full time artist? Like, what were you doing for? Uh, well, let's see. I was. Right. Uh, I Me worked on Joker. a cruise ship for a couple of years. Like, like tri- traveling around, like the caribbean and stuff like playing and yeah that seems like it could and be jimmy he playing jimmy buffett do it do it yeah. big brown eyed girl yeah i love All it right. oh, yeah how many times uh, did you hear free bird or is that not that that's why i don't play any skinnered on my stream that's why it's a rule three <laughs> request monos do not so many times that I won't play any Skinner, none of them. Because yeah. um, I feel like if I do, that guy, he's going to get satisfaction. Like he'll just feel it somehow wherever he is in the world. Be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not free word. I knew you could do it. So I'm not. <laughs> you know, the, the last band I was in, we were starting before the pandemic. We started actually working on like a monster version of of Freebird, like a version so good that like so like it was just undeniable. So like when that asshole did for Blood Freebird, and we could be like, okay, you know, like just go right into it, just just as like a personal joke for us, but like. Uh. 
but like just really able to just like throw it on the table. You know what I'm saying? Just nobody, like there it is. See, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. <laughs> nobody wants it. And, 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 he, he just wants to be. The, he wants the attention of being the guy saying it. Right. It's like the woo guy. Do you remember when people first started doing woo? It, during acoustic performances, live performances. I can tell you exactly when it happened. Okay, I'm willing because I don't remember that. It was during, it was an MTV Unplugged, Eric Clapton. Oh, and Eric tears Clapton in heaven. starts to play the first notes of a song that everyone knows, but nobody knows they know. Oh. Because it's the bluesy version and no one's ever heard it before. Oh, okay. And he starts playing Layla. Layla. And a man <laughs> goes, woo. <laughs> and every time you listen to that beautiful album, you have to hear that guy. <laughs> and I think, oh, it's just, there, there's nothing more offensive than a woo, because it's not, it's non-committal. You're not excited <laughs> about the song. You're excited that you know the song. Right, right. Before anyone else recognizes it, and you mm. want everyone to know that's what that woo means. Yeah. Oh, great to me. Yeah. It, I wish I could put like a, a no woo rule on my concerts. <laughs> no cell phones, no babies, and no wooing. <laughs> and no free bird. No free bird. No, Relax, no skin. Don't I don't even yeah. have to put that in the rules. They just know. They, they, they exactly. Girl two point just did a Ric Flair woo. I heard that. That was so perfect. Thank you, Girl Two Point. Oh. <laughs> woo! I, I uh no I. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. It's like somebody who's just like signaling to the world, like I knew it first. <laughs> like yeah. Like virtue yeah. signaling, but for music. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I am a prankster. Thank you, Girl 2.0. Oh. And that was perfect. It was the perfect thing you could have ever done. I appreciate yes, that, that so funny. much. Um, let's see, that's legit. <laughs> Unless the drunk at the bar, that's legit too. Oh, you're just commenting. I see. Love you too, Girl 2.0. Thank you very much. <laughs> the the so so that you were you were working on a cruise ship like now so to me a cruise ship could be either could, it seems like for me that would be like it, some days would be yeah this is fun and then some days would be utter horror because i'm trapped on a ship with these people who are drinking out of control who are trying to talk to me who are trying to grab at me and say things to me because they liked me or they hated me or and then you're just stuck there with them. So I don't know. Yeah. Like you're shaking your head, yes, but I'm I'm wondering how was your experience? I mean, you did it for two years. That's 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 it takes a lot. <laughs> and so, I mean, what was your, what was the experience like? Did you enjoy it? Uh, just just as you described it, <laughs> there, were, there were times that were really great, you know. Yeah. And it, and it um, there were always. They were always great guests, you know, even if you had a really crazy cruise, mm -hmm. like a three-day cruise to Ensenada yeah. with with people who were just like, like they hadn't been away from their kids in 10 years. And, you know, they were never, ever going to see another margarita again. Yeah. They had to come <laughs> right now. This is it. Um, yeah 
I mean, <laughs> but even in the midst of all of that, you meet some really wonderful people. You know? Right. So, so that was, you could, you couldn't write them all off, but, uh, and it, and it also depended what, what kind of trip you were doing, what kind of run, you know, yeah. sometimes you have longer trips. Um, they're generally an older crowd and, and, um, or families, you know, and it was kind of a quieter, quieter cruise, but. Yeah, we got all kinds. Um, uh, Calvo is calling for the drunk guy requesting Metallica. Oh, he wants the story. Uh, I oh yeah, sorry the the story of the drunk guy requesting Metallica. I guess I just, oh yeah, I just started. It was my them. first my first night actually that made I I started working on ships New Year's Eve, uh, two thousand sixteen. And I had no idea what to expect. I thought I was going to go board the ship and then maybe be shown around for a couple of days, go through some training. No, <laughs> I, I got on the ship, I think around one in the afternoon and I started working at 530, like set up and was singing at yeah. 530. And I played five sets. So I played from 5.30 to 11.30 or 5 to 11.30 or something like that. Whoa. And I only knew <laughs> 30 songs. I mean, I don't know. I, I had a set list. But right, right. Anyway, I went through the set list a, a few times. <laughs> I sang Brown Eyed Girl. That was the last time I sang Brown Eyed Girl. I'm one of Maybe not the one of the last. You were. And, <laughs> okay. and, uh, and I'm stressed out, you know, like, I don't know if I'm being evaluated. I don't know how this job works. Is this okay? Because, you know, people are coming and going. It's right. not like, it's not like people come to see you and your name's on the marquee and they're, and they're like, I got my ticket for this show and I'm going to sit here and watch the entire show and then I'm going to clap. And right. then, you know, so you don't really know, like, are they leaving because they don't like it or are they going to dinner or did the ice skating review scar, you know, right. <laughs> just a, full of insecurity. <laughs> did the ice and skating review did, start? <laughs> a, a drunk guy. What do you not ice skating review? What are they called? Ice capades. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But I know what you're talking about. <laughs> People dressed in frilly clothes spinning around at yeah, us. It was beautiful. Exactly. The 1984 Olympics. Hey. So, uh, so this drunk guy came and he was just, no matter what I played, this was his <laughs> thing. I was like, you know, some Metallica. I was like, you know, yeah. I was like, can I play Metallica? Of course. You know, I don't know what the rules are here, but my customer is always right. He asked me for Metallica. So, uh, so yeah, he helped me out. Cause I was, I was, I was like my last set or next to last set. And I was so sick of, all the songs I'd already played and I was racking my brain for any, you know, like I got to know more songs like they're GCD, you know? <laughs> and uh, so we rocked out for a little bit. It was cool. We played some Metallica and some Ozzy or something. And, and then he wished me happy new year and went on his way, oh. but he got me, he helped get me through my first night. That was good. Well, that's nice. That's actually a nice yeah. story. I, I, I always, I, I was picturing some just obnoxious dude, like, you know, like the same guy who's like free bird, but oh, they're, two they're two completely different camps. You're right. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I agree. I agree. I would be way more prone to play a Metallica song when someone was like Metallica than I would be to play Freebird. You know, like I mean, Metallica holds a, a deeper, uh, uh, more real estate in my heart than Skinner well, does. Someone asking you to play Metallica really wants to hear Metallica. Yeah. They like Metallica. Right. Someone asking you to play Freebird just wants to be the woo guy. <laughs> there you go. And then and then there's that. It's just. The, the, the guy's an asshole. Uh, but <laughs> I find it kind of sad because of being the first night here. She came in with a few times, came in with a few times to prepare, and she made a lot of hours. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm not. Yeah. So anyone considering a, a career on the cruising, just be prepared. And um, I, 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 I mean, I had more songs. I guess I didn't have a really good system. I had an iPad. Yeah. So I knew more songs, but in the, in, you know, being nervous and confused and jet lagged, you know, you're not, not on your brightest. The next, the next day was, was much better, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you care, if you play brown eyed girl every set, I mean, as I came to learn people played the same songs. I, I, I cruised with a guy who had the same set list for every day of the week because we would do week-long cruises, so mm-hmm. new guests would come on. So if you walked by his stage at 3.30 on the Monday, same order. <laughs> you talk about the Twilight Zone. But, but it was fine. I mean, the guests loved the songs that he was playing. I just thought, I, how does he not go crazy? But, you know, that was just... <laughs> does, yeah, I mean, good. at that point, it becomes like an office job. If you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again... Have you uh, have you always been uh, have you always made your money in the arts or have you had your time no. in the office or oh yeah do it yeah I I've, mean, had I've done a lot of things um as a translator I worked as a freelance translator are are you are you seem like you're very educated uh, what did you what well, did you I go to college. I read books. Yeah, know. well, I'm <laughs> just asking what what what's your degree in, if you don't mind. I, I got a degree in French, and uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to lie. But you know a lot of you know a lot of you know a lot of no, only because when when I think of going and get degrees these days for French, I just see student debt, and that's that's all I see. Uh-oh. I don't see a, a career in it, but I of course I could be you wrong. I'm I uneducated. Being in the states makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, well, I mean, and these are very American uh, things we put on our kids, on ourselves. This like these ideas that we can, we we got to go into something that we. I, I mean, like I talk about it all the time, where you know my parents supported my art, and and mm-hmm. and, and you know really helped me develop it but they were always telling me it's like hey make sure you go to college and get a degree in something that you hate so when you inevitably fail for with art and the thing that you truly do love you'll have something to be miserable at that makes money and so like you know obviously that's not how they say it but it's just basically how it comes out and that's how i heard it so it's it's uh we do put in these weird things and these weird ideas on what you should and what doesn't but in my head it's just like i i i i don't see the point of going to college unless you really want to go and learn or if you're going and you want to uh be a doctor or a lawyer otherwise the way things are going it seems like college is 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem to make sense for a lot of things that people are going for. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like people are, it, it is a true thing that people are getting out of college looking for jobs with these degrees in art and, you know, um, communications, these weird general degrees, and they're not able to find work and they're working at. Right. So this is a real thing. You know, this is a real yeah. situation yeah. that, you know, these highly educated people are driving Ubers. So mm -hmm. it, it's, it, that's, that's why I laugh. And, and I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I wasn't laughing at you and your, your decisions in life. It's just, it's just what I heard you say French. It just set off the things in what my head. What did you think I was going to say? Like uh, accounting? What would I have gone to school? Well, for? you know what? I, I was thinking it was going to be something with language, to be honest, because, oh. because of you have a, your repertoire says you probably speak a few languages. And is that true? You speak a few languages? I'm I'm fluent in French and Spanish, mm. and uh, can hold it on, hold it down or hold my own for a little bit, a little while in Italian and Dutch, um, I, a little bit of Hebrew, Ooh. a little bit of Finnish now, little, yeah. uh, and it's very very little po Polish for traveling. I call it <laughs> Polish for traveling. Yeah. Just enough, like, just for travel. Small town in Poland, and I need to find the train station. I can do that. <laughs> uh, no, you're all right, Calvo. Yeah, if you have any questions, if anybody has any questions for the guest, please do use the, the channel points. The, the chat isn't moving extremely fast today, so I can keep up. Sometimes the chat is just like, ah, and I can't keep up. So if I miss anything, if I miss your question, that's, you know. But it, the best way is to use a fresh bar. And uh, yeah, uh, I we we uh, I agree with not going to college. I didn't go, and I'm all right and likely because I didn't have the college debt. Yeah, and like it, that sounds weird too to just be like, "Hey, kids, don't go to college," <laughs> you know? Like, but I think the real the real thing is is like if you're going to go to college, be sure that's what you want. And what I don't understand is how we put this pressure on kids whose minds aren't even fully developed yet. You know, like these 18 year olds, these children who are starting their life and now we're going to weigh them down with debt in, in something that maybe they'll use or maybe they won't. And well, I know you enjoyed college, Raina, but you didn't enjoy that debt, did you? Especially when you're working at that office job that didn't require a college degree. So, so that's what I'm saying. Um, because Raina's very highly educated in music, mm -hmm. and and obviously she uses it now, and she she's a teacher, she's a music teacher, and a musician, a fine, fine musician. Uh, but it, it's like we, we put this pressure on kids to like make this decision that involves this huge amount of debt to go into something that they're not even sure about, you know, like it just seems like it's kind of a racket, which it is. And yeah, it but, seems like but, but what are you, I think what you're, I mean, not that you, you have a choice, not that your argument has a choice based on where you're sitting when you make it, but you're saying your option, your only option is, you know, don't go to college so you don't get into debt. Well, if you remove the possibility of getting into debt, then your, your entire argument becomes invalid. Yeah. And then you can do whatever, right. you know, you 
study what you want for as long as you want or not study or go do something else and then come back and study, you know? Um, and, and well, that part's not, not debt related. That's, that's more societal because, you know, there are places everywhere in the world where you can't get a certain job after 30. And right. you know, so you can't spend too many years finding yourself. Um, but I don't know what this, I, I, I wouldn't like to be a student uh a real student now I'm, I'm a fake student i'm studying some some class auditing i should say some mm. courses here at one of the universities but um yeah it seems a very uncertain time you're going in getting a degree and whether you come out with that or not still not having any job certainty uh the market changes so fast um and it's not like being a welder right <laughs> session is with welding today but you know if you learn a trade then you are guaranteed pretty much to have a career yeah um it isn't like that like we were talking about with technology you've got to constantly keep up with the, the changes um, to keep the job you already have so it, it is it is a difficult time on the other hand um you know, we artists are, are at the mercy of our benefactors. So yeah. <laughs> nobody's nobody's hiring us, um, you know, giving us contracts to 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 twitch or play music. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. been this this kind of hunting and pecking right. means of survival. Yeah, hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah. Yeah. And now another thing I think about now is is sort of after after the uh what did you call it earlier? You said something from I don't remember. But after the Rona, post Rona world, what's gonna happen with with the arts and music and uh, because the, the industry is collapsed i mean you know theaters closed and the 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 amount of money that's been lost this year Mm. it's going to take ages for uh record companies if they even is such a thing or or film houses or theaters to to return to investing as heavily in artists as they were five years ago let's say yeah uh so what happens in the meantime does that mean it's a free-for-all and um, everyone can produce and make music. And then if that's the case, how do we filter out the bad stuff and get the good stuff? I mean, you know, every week I listen to probably 50 albums on Spotify of, mm. you know, new, new releases. And I just think who made this, you know, like, <laughs> who spent money and time to make this. But then I realized that it doesn't really take a lot of time because Mm. you just put your beat in and, you know, most, most of the the new releases stuff sound the same year. Yeah. Young Jay-Z or whatever they are. (laughs) Young Jay-Z. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's Uh, a real person. I think that is a real person. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm trying to think of. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) <laughs> what about that but, mc hammer guy how is he doing oh, hammer please don't hurt him um, <laughs> but what will happen will we have more of that you know um, what's gonna 
I'm, I'm interested. I just think that I think about. I think we're again, per, I think we're participating in it. I think that's what we're doing right now is sort mm-hmm. of setting a precedent for it because I don't see things. I think you're right. I don't think things are just going to go back to because you know I was able to make not a great living but a somewhat of a living gigging and and being a musician and doing stuff. And now mm-hmm. that that's off the table, you know, I'm doing this and this is not anywhere close making up the income for it but i think that we're looking at um i think we're looking at more of a online thing maybe yeah i don't know you know like i think i think that right now we're setting a precedent like the twitch when you look at how twitch has grown and i think what was it, it was some weird number like 350 percent or something and it between uh in the first quarter or something and then in the second quarter it went higher I, I don't know the numbers don't quote me on numbers folks but things have been growing exponentially and i i think what we're gonna get here is that we're gonna start getting more and more stars coming over the platform and then there are probably gonna be more stars coming out of the platform and it's gonna bring more people to it uh, sort of like youtube you know justin bieber sort of blew up out of youtube and then um now youtube is you know that is the you know that is the video place like we're not going to vimeo to go look up how to fix our car right we're going to youtube so uh i i think that twitch will probably t- have a, a big place in it and other streaming platforms because there's other streaming platforms that are starting to grow as well um, and then with, with just the live gigs, I think it's just going to like, like, well, I think a good example of what will happen um, again is probably like in 2008. And what I saw was that the music scene was decimated. No one had money to pay musicians. And, you know, we're the first ones to get fired and the last ones to get hired. So, um, you know, eventually the gigs came back and people want to go out and do stuff. And now there's vaccines. And- when, they, when they did come back, was it... Who who got hired? Was it more well, because my my question? I mean, not the not one that you can answer, but I'm saying what I'm most curious about is: is it going to be after this drought? Mm-hmm. You know, will it be the quality bands like mm-hmm. are we going to get another Doors revival and <laughs> right. stuff? Or is it going to be we'll take anything because we're so desperate right. and we're going to get. Beauty and the Bloat. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with yeah, every band sounds like that? <laughs> you know, that. A, a, that another '90s reference. <laughs> 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 I love it. Um, no, I see what you're saying, and I, I think it's probably gonna be like because because in the height of the of the gigs and like because things were doing great in in especially in Ohio, and when I left San Diego, people were working, people were eating, people were doing mm-hmm. well. And, um, you know, and, and I moved out to San Diego right during, right before the, the 2008 financial collapse. So I I saw exactly what happened to the music scene there. It was really decimated. A lot of pay for play came up, but as things got going more and more and people, uh, because, because the, the, the musician mindset then was sort of like, this is my gig, stay away from it. It's like you can't, you know, like it was just like that survival mentality. The, the it's always been that way. right, right. But 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 as things as more gigs sort of started to develop, you saw more of a like, oh, I can't do it, but my boy can do it, and or like I can't do it. You know, like people showing up to other people's shows, the support, 
you know, when, when everybody's eating, everybody's, you know, everybody's full and everybody can, you know, go out and have a good time. But when things are getting scarce, everybody's, you know, yeah, this is mine, this is get back. And you're right. There is always that element of like, this is mine, get back. And that's what's mm-hmm. so interesting between IRL gigs and Twitch gigging, uh, which I find very refreshing. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I think that once things get back going again, yeah, and, and things start picking up and the money and the food is there and the money's there, yeah, I think we're going to have mediocre mediocrity as well as good acts just as, as it was in the last time. You know, I, I yeah. think it's just going to be the same sort of thing. Um, the, what I, what I'm interested in seeing is the, the amazing art that comes out of just being locked down and, mm. and, and you were already seeing it, you know, we're already seeing people with their lockdown albums and all this stuff, but like, you know, I, I don't know if this, I don't, I don't know how deep and how, how much this, uh, well, I'm just talking about America, uh, financially, if things bottom out and people are really kicked out of their homes and people are really starving in the streets, you know, I don't, I, there's, a, there's a lot of beautiful art that comes out of hard times, right? Yeah. So um, I, I'm sure something interesting will come out of it if we can survive as a country. But, uh, you know, I don't think art will be the first thing on people's mind if they're starving in the streets. So uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if that answers that question. What do you see? Well, I didn't, I said, I, I, I prefaced it by saying that you couldn't. Yeah, I can't answer it. Obviously, we can't. <laughs> I wasn't expecting one, I mean. <laughs> Uh, but uh, hi, Mango. Welcome, welcome. You're not interrupting. You're never interrupting, Mango. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What? Yeah, what? Where do you see it? Where do you see it? I, going? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that that it will be a, a moment of revival. We need a good rock revival, and uh, I'm I'm planning on doing something about that as yeah, soon as yeah. I can raise enough funds to put out my album I've been working on for over a decade, which is a really, really, it's my attempt to bring back rock and roll. I like um, but, uh But yeah, it, I mean, I, like I said, I get kind of, a, 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 um, uh, what's the word? Dismayed listening to, to so much new music. <laughs> that sounds the same and is uninspired you know most of the time when I'm walking around the house and listening to this you know everything that comes out that I can get my ears on I just think what's the point of doing that (laughs) years ago or someone else did this 30 years ago you know like it's the same feeling it doesn't Mm. I don't feel anything and it doesn't feel like they felt anything when they made it right so it's just like yeah, that's that's the most common feeling I have. But you know, I'm just I I'm just one music critic, so hey. maybe my ears are stuck in the nineties. I'm no Pearl Jam, but I know I don't like Hootie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. That's that was weird. I don't even know what that means. But uh, let me get to this question that was asked a half hour ago, and then we'll get to. Um, oh, let's see. What albums were on replay when you were younger? And that's from Raina. What albums were on replay? When you were oh, younger. Dear. Yeah, well, at first I've got to think about what <laughs> younger. I don't know. Um, there was no specifications. Let's see. Ones that I know by heart to this day, everything. I'll go, I'll go with high school albums. I like it. Um, Fishbone, The Reality of My Surroundings. Nice. 
Public enemy, fear of a black planet. Jellyfish, belly button, and spilt milk. Uh, Rush 2112. Nice. Mm. Repeat. Uh, Al Green, The Lord Will Make a Way. I had to think of the title of the album. Uh, I know I'm missing Asia. Asia. I don't know the way. Um, Love that fucking album. I was big. I was big into Megadeth for a while too. <laughs> I love the. I love the eclectic, <laughs> uh, different kinds of music yeah, that you were just into. And I went through Jethro Tull phase oh. and blood, sweat, and t- well, I'm still. I won't say. I won't call it a phase, but like a getting to know them phase. Mm. Because I still love these bands. King yeah. Crimson. Yeah. Fish. Uh, yeah fish it was were, were you uh were you into that whole scene the whole hippie scene at one point in your life which one <laughs> i guess well you just mentioned fish and that's like a whole scene of itself oh, okay. so that's why i asked which one because it did, i mean did i have posters of jimmy and janice on my wall yes so I right but i'm saying more of i suppose uh you know, like th- those were, I- I'm guessing those are a little before mother, your time. The but... mother hips and fish, that whole thing. Not so, not so. I wasn't a big Grateful Dead fan. Mm. Um, and I, I like jam bands, but not enough to really figure out the names, you know, of the yeah. bands or who. I think the songs were on, if I went to a party or something, I, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, I can vibe with this. Um, Fish, I was big into, a picture of Nectar. I mm. had to learn how to play everything, or try. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, Billy Breeze was my shit. I love that. Album. Oh, yeah. It just has so many, just like, heartfelt songs. And it's connected to a girl, so, you know. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh. Not that I, but, but no, I wasn't in. I wasn't in into that at all. In fact, I di- I didn't see um, fish until until recently, maybe oh. the last five six years or something. I was very excited. I got to go see them, yeah, but I no, I, them. I wasn't a big hippie. Well, I mean, it was just curious because along with that scene comes a whole another bag of questions. But I mean, if you weren't, yeah, no, no, I didn't have a scene. I never. I never had a scene really. I I think for maybe six months in nineteen ninety-three I had a scene and that was it. And what was that? That was when I was a, a young um baby dyke activist. I oh, guess nice. I, I could call myself that. I don't know. <laughs> you could call yourself whatever you want, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> um it's like a pinching cheeks kind of thing that's why um (laughs) yeah and i you know we wore um what do you call this sports bras you know you take off your shirt and you have a sports bra and yeah you your hair i wasn't a riot girl i think that would be like too far Mm. but yeah definitely we're in it I was in it for, and then I was like, I don't like groups. <laughs> this doesn't suit me well. Megadeth. Yeah. Wasn't expecting yeah. Megadeth. There huh? were so many rules with groups, you know. Like yeah. if you if you said, okay, I'm gonna be 
uh, I'm in the, well, not like I'm in the gay scene. It's not like, <laughs> not like being a Tupac fan, like, you know, <laughs> but you know, then you were like, like, are you femme? Or, I mean, at least this is how it was in the nineties. Uh-huh. Are you femme or are you butch? So then you're like, got to think about that. I'm like, I don't know. Like, um, I don't, do I have to pick one of those? Like, well, do you listen to this music? Do you go to Michigan Women's Festival? Do you, oh, it's just, it's everything's so complicated. So mm. I just, yeah, I give up on all that. Wow. So how do you see it now when you look at how many different uh, choices people are making to label themselves and, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, you, I mean, you, I'm sure you're familiar with the terms and I can't even think of any because I'm just, I don't, I'm just sitting here because I'm out of my wheelhouse really. But, uh, <laughs> but what's your opinion on like how much it's sort of split off and, you know, like. I, my opinion is that, you know, the same thing that we were saying before, like if, if it works for people, then mm-hmm. it works for them, yeah. you know, yeah. and just as I have a right to say that it doesn't work for me. Uh, everyone else has a right. I think it's great, first of all, that that people have so many options and and labels, and at the same time, breaking down of labels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's funny because I really um, it it has become apparent to me in the last couple of years how how I am from a very different time. You know, and it's concepts that I don't understand, and I start sounding like like people from the television in the fifties. You know, like why do they have to? <laughs> but, and I'm like, why? Why am I up in arms? Like, you know, I'm fine. I got my piece of the world. <laughs> no, I I feel you. I feel you. I do. I feel so out of touch. I feel out of touch, and and. You know, I'm just, I don't want to be labeled anything like horrible, but I, I just feel like just due to how much I talk on in public, I'm just, I'm doomed to it anyway. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting time, but uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think that's great. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you, you think it's great that there's, there's all these oh, places. Yeah. There's, oh, there's, yeah. there's I mean, break down the walls and the barriers and the terms, the more confusion there is. <laughs> Really, the more the less thing that things are black and white, the more beautiful because it's the more truth truthful. Yeah, you know, it, it's that's how life really is. There's no right. black and white. There's no right. There's no one way to what is it? Fry an egg, catch a fish. Oh dear. Yeah, there's there's yeah, I don't know. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There you that's go. Which is <laughs> more violence towards cats? What is this? There are also more than one way to. To fry an egg and catch a fish, so I wasn't too far off. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It, it it's a. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. You know, like what? Like I don't like. That's the thing is, like I don't care that much. You know, like I don't care if you want to be called this or if you want to be called that. I think the. It's not our place to care, is yeah, it? Again, yeah, it's like, like nobody tells me what to do. So right. where do I get off telling other people what to do? or what to call themselves There's and no what does it matter like why why would i it, it what does anything that anyone else could do why does why would it offend me mm. or why would it make me feel insecure or unsafe because i think that's really what 
where a lot of bigotry comes from. It's it's you don't feel safe, so right. you you lash out and you say this thing must be must be banished, you know. Right. And so you have to think about what what about it makes you feel unsafe, you know? Yeah. And and try to get to the to the bottom of that. Are you afraid that if your daughter sleeps with a black man you'll have really good looking grandchildren <laughs> and your Methodist friends won't talk to you because their grandchildren won't be, I mean, like what, what, like you, you got to work through it. You mm-hmm. got to like figure yeah, out what absolutely, absolutely. About whatever your prejudices that frightens you and then take the power away from it because it's a really, it's a sad place to be controlled by so much fear, you know, yeah. to live that way. It's, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, as this is coming from our guests here, um, our guests, sorry, our, our, the chat, uh, as an African-American artist, do you feel like you have to work twice as hard as other artists or do you feel it's pretty equal? And that's from. I don't feel anything. Uh, in re- regards to that, I don't. um I think when I was raised, I, 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 don't, I can't say that my mother ever said this to me explicitly, but it was understood just in my family or my, my parents and, you know, black families in general, that you do have to work harder and you have to look nicer and you have to speak better. You have to do everything better than to get maybe noticed half of the recognition, um, you know, before anyone's even going to pay attention to you, you have to be, you have to excel. Um, And I think for, I think in a way it can be good for work ethic, for personal accountability, maybe a character building tool, but um, it doesn't do wonders for self-esteem and when you realize that it doesn't matter what you do there's always going to be that you know haters going to hate as the <laughs> as taylor swift has has schooled us <laughs> uh, and it might not come from the outside. It might come from within your own community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's nothing you can do to please everyone all the time. Yeah. That's a uh, Ricky Nelson. Drop that pearl of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Taylor Swift to Ricky Nelson. I love yeah, it. That's right. You never know what's going to come out. <laughs> so, so I think once I realized that, then, you know, like, how can you how can you say to an African American I say black but but answering the question African American artist um, if you if you work harder you do better than you know that you have to you, do, do you have to do these things in order to be recognized what's the point if uh, a cop pulls me over it's not going to see a hard working someone who's done 150% more than everyone else, mm. it's going to see a black person. 
going to want to shoot the black person in some case, you know, so, so it would be futile to sort of try to achieve this superhero. You know, it's not going to save me from that potential fate. That's, that's my point. If I want to do it, I'll do it because I want to do it for myself because it's self-improvement. You know, I want to be a better songwriter. I want to be a better guitar player because I enjoy it. Because when I look back on my life, I would like to say, hey, I learned how to play the guitar like Mike Stern or, you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. Not, not for anybody else's benefit. Yeah. There you go. So it, 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 it's more of an individual choice to work hard. Yeah, I think everything in life has yeah. to be. I mean, we all know the stories and, you know, trying to do things. It doesn't matter if you're black or white or Asian or, you know, it's never, you're never going to get anywhere trying to do things for other people. Yeah. Or because there's some standard you think you, you need to attain. Yeah. And, and it's, um, you know, it, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got another question that popped up in the chat here. I want to read. Uh, thank you for that. And Detroit Gladiator, thank you so much for writing that question in and asking that. That was that was good. Uh, any advice for someone who might be new to doing their own music or new to streaming? And what did you wish you knew? What what and what did you wish you knew? Oh, I see. I, oh, what did I? Yeah, I wish I known. I wish I, I still, I want, I wish now that I know how to become an OBS master. <laughs> uh, OBS Jedi. <laughs> the, the, no, the streaming things are, are, you have to have patience because mm. it's a lot of technology involved and, and not that it's difficult technology. It's just sort of tedious, you know, getting the sound right and getting the lighting right and then getting this thing that what does it mean drop frames and latency and, yeah. and why when I switch from one camera to the other does the the screen get narrower and um, it, so all of these things but um, and so that, anyway that's still a learning process but if you have people who can help you then then ask them and don't be afraid to make a Blenders when you're streaming, it's not going to be perfect. It's fine. Um, and ask for help, which is a big thing. I, I wish I'd learned early on in life. Uh, I was kind of afraid to, to do that. But um, yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help. As far as writing your own songs, I don't know. Uh, don't I there is no formula to follow, I think. Um just write whatever sounds good to you, whatever feels good to you, and don't think, oh, it needs to be like <laughs> young Jeezy's latest <laughs> album or it has to have sounds or just because you like someone, you know. You, you don't have to emulate their sound entirely. It's good when you're starting out to, to set um, kind of projects for yourself, you know, like if you like uh, uh, her, you can try 
writing a song in the style of her to get you started or think about what sort of topics she writes about and maybe you can write a little bit of something similar but don't get stuck there don't don't say i'm going to write something that's in the style of her and then um, get stuck with that right and, this, and this is it i'm on I'm, I'm the next her that's it i'm stopping here yeah, that's it. I'm stopping <laughs> and i think it's big big like if people are singing because a lot of young people when they start singing then someone will tell them oh your voice is just like blah 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 you should sing these songs in karaoke or you sh you know so then they they get that in their ear and then they might start writing in that voice mm. instead of taking the time to to find their own maybe they they sing like her but really they are a death metal composer right. you know wouldn't that be something <laughs> I yeah. Uh, no, and, and then um, uh, Joker Joker asked that question, and he was he was meaning um, he didn't mean songwriting. He meant as far as getting it out exactly how oh. someone who might be new to doing their own music and uh, and how they get it out. Oh. <laughs> I, I... I, you might as well ask me how to design a website in 2020. I, <laughs> I tried a few different tactics this year. I released three singles, and I tried different approaches with all of them. And I don't think I got really return on investment on any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Joker um, said Joker said XML or HTML HTML Dude XML is so like that's when I was like leaving the world of web design. I, a cat came in and I was like, "Ah, oh, Squarespace." Yeah, yeah, exactly. WordPress, Squarespace. Let them let them do the hard work for you. Dream maker. I think that was one of the um but but the one thing I will say that that has been consistent for me since I've been releasing music um, for for the past twenty years is um, make sure you have your 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 background stuff in order your copyright your publishing and all of that and I've been using CD Baby since they started mm -hmm. and I looked at the other you know TuneCore and DistroKid and all yeah. of that but. I don't think CD Baby, now price-wise, the other ones might be cheaper, but for what you get, mm. I think CD Baby, like I trust them. It, it's super easy. I go and I, I upload my song and my uh, artwork and all of the credits. I give them my, my ASCAP. You know, you have to be registered with a performing rights organization, so ASCAP or BMI. I think CSAC is in the States too, maybe. There are three, one smaller one. Yeah. Um, and that, that you have to do copyright and, C and performing rights organization. But with CD Baby, you can, they, they partnered with CoSend, so they make it really easy to copyright your yeah. work. They'll send it and do all the paperwork and stuff. And they will collect all your royalties, you know, report them to your performing rights organization mm -hmm. and they distribute to YouTube and Spotify and Apple. And so you don't have to 
worry with, with all of that. Mm -hmm. So for getting it out there, you know, and it's, I forget, but, but with the, with the publishing, I think it's $30 for a single without the publishing it's 10 or something. And for an album, it's less than a hundred dollars, you know? So that way, you know, that you're covered legally, you're getting accounted, all your royalties being counted for, and you're getting worldwide distribution on all the platforms. So you don't have to. Yeah, um, totally. I, I, I absolutely agree with Amelia on that. Go to CD baby. They, Raina has been using them since they first started. You know, like it's always been the easiest. And like when you talk about TuneCore and DistroKid or whatever, they're th- those are like monthly services too. And it's like mm-hmm. or not monthly service. It's a it's a pers- pers- a subscription thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas uh, CD Baby is a one time fee. You just pay it, and they you pay it, and they display it. You know, it's just real easy. You just up but. Also, like she was saying, is is that it, you make sure you get your uh, your your cre- accreditation down and and you're with you're registered with ASCAP or BMI or the third one, which whatever either ASCAP or BMI is a safe way to go. <laughs> I don't know what the third one is. I, I'm with ASCAP. I'm with ASCAP. Twenty twenty one might be the year the rise of Caesar. <laughs> the rise of Caesar. Uh, any caps or fees to keep an eye out? No, that's what's great about CD Baby is that it's just yeah. that. And then, then forever in perpetuity, they are collecting your royalties. Your, yeah. your, uh, you know, making sure that anybody plays something on YouTube or on Spotify or on Apple iTunes. If anybody's streaming it or anybody's downloading it, they make sure that you're collecting your royalties on it. Um, another thing I would like to add to getting your music out there, uh, th- we've been experimenting too. We experimented with the pre-save down the pre-saves uh, on Spotify. We weren't happy with that. And pre-saving is just basically a link that you send to your fans, um, and they get to pre-save it on their favorite streaming service or their streaming service that they use. And that's just a way to sort of like once it comes out, they have it and it, they're, they get, you know, they get it directly once it's downloaded. Um, uh, the biggest thing I've found and what me and Raina has come to the conclusion is, is really it's all about money. And how much money do you have to pay for, for marketing? How much money yeah. are you talking about, Joker? Like you got, you got like, you got $500, you got $5,000, you got $100,000. How much are you talking here? Because uh, you can get as far as you can pay. And yeah. um, and then even that doesn't guarantee anything, but it does guarantee that it will get uh, certain. You'll get your song on certain playlists, um, and there's pay for play there too. You can also pay people to put. Uh, there's people on Spotify who run popular and curate popular playlists. You can actually pay to get on their playlists. So uh, you know that you can get some stuff. You can get recognition through that. But really, it's all about marketing and paying for marketing. And I mean, if the music's good, like, I mean, it's just, I mean, it, at this point, it doesn't even matter if it's good. <laughs> but that's subjective, you know, like that's, you know, that's, that's for everybody to decide. That's not for me to decide. But like, you know, you can get your little beep boop bop songs on and uh, you can get them on certain places. You can pay for them to get on playlists. You can pay for them to be played on radio stations, on internet radio stations. And, you know, maybe have a hit or it could just fizzle into nothing because people aren't buying it, you know. So there's really no like real solid guarantee. But if you, the best way to do it is to pay for it, which is <laughs> organic growth is really hard. 
Oh, it's really hard. And that's something now that now that uh, people can't go to jam band festivals and buy buttons, you can't yeah. pass out buttons and stickers. This no. is my new <laughs> oh, you can only send you them can through still the go sell your cassettes out of the out of your your what, was it? what did E40 do? He sold his cassettes out of his trunk, trunk of his car. Yeah. You could still like go that, toss them on people's lawns. I feel like that's a Bay Area thing. Or no, maybe not. Maybe not. That that's not Bay because I only the only reason why I said that is because I knew Metallica did that too, and I know that they yeah, spent time Metallica in the, and E40. Yeah, both yeah, Bay Area. Bay Area. So like that's the only reason why I came to that conclusion. How many <laughs> other people in <laughs> other other cities and states have probably done the same thing? You know, like Master P. I could see Master P down in Nola, like, na na na, like pass it up. Nineties reference. There you go. Okay, that's <laughs> I understand. <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> Amelia gets it. Uh, <laughs> let, 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 let's look at this. At look at. Uh, Better to have people follow you, they get the notification anyways. Ah, I see what you say. It seems like everyone is still experimenting because there's so much uncertainty. Looks, yeah. Uh, DerekSivers.org. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, you guys are talking to yourself. Okay. I'm just asking for reference. I've got days of content. I just haven't put the love into it. It could. The general idea from everyone else is to just start streaming, but I struggle with content I deem family friendly. Well, maybe you're not a family friendly streamer, man. I mean, that's <laughs> like you don't have to be family friendly to stream. Yeah. You could click that option. I mean, that, that's the thing is like that with streaming, that was a tough one for me too. Well, well, actually, you know, this is a great example. Amelia, if you guys go and follow her and check out her streams, Amelia, what she does is. Um, uh you incorporate cooking and you mm-hmm. you you do mashups and stuff so like uh can you give us a little idea of what people would expect on your stream ah well uh i started streaming just a couple of hours and then i i I got more comfortable with it and thought i want to you know two hour mark would come and i'd say i want to keep playing i want to keep seeing but but i also realized that i in between songs, most of the time I talk about food. <laughs> and so we were having these conversations about food and what did you eat and what do I, what am I going to make, you know, yeah. for dinner? So I thought it would be fun to have a cooking show, but then I, there's no way I can, you know, like get up and chop something and then come play a song. And then now we'll put this in the oven and I'll play, you know, that wasn't going to work. So I um, started making videos when I cook. Um, not not every day, but you know. and I and then I edit them together. And so every forty minutes or so during my stream, I play one of these videos. Like, and I have the recipe, and people can go click on the link if they if they're interested in you know what's cooking, what I'm making, and um, and I always have a streamer on in the background. So there's some like the background music mm-hmm. will be another a, a fellow Twitcher. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of networking too. And then it's, and then we get to just make, look at food that I probably ate the day before. That's like in my belly while I'm streaming. Mm. It's amazing. Food and music. I think if I could get paid to eat, travel and eat, I I wouldn't need, well, that's not true. I was going to say I wouldn't need to perform, but I would, but 
but maybe only like once a month. If I could get paid to, yeah, to Bourdain it, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he I wouldn't, was, I wouldn't want to write about it, you know, it would have to, because it, I think writing about food is a little, I don't know, it becomes, it, it's too pedantic, but, <laughs> but like, like eat it and then like, oh, people can see my reaction to this, you know, yeah. I would. Well, I mean, you're always cooking like amazing looking things. Like, I think you made some like African peanut stew or something the other day that was just like drooling over. So, so like, that's a great idea. So like, you know, not, not, not saying you should go steal her idea. I mean, even if you did, I'm sure she wouldn't care, but, uh, it's like, you know, (laughs) you'll get canceled. You'll be canceled. (laughs) Amelia has that kind of power. She has that kind of pull on Twitter. Uh, the, but, but like having, just thinking of different things that do that you're interested in. I think the thing is, is that figure out things that you're like super interested in. Like if you're interested in music, then, you know, do music. And then if you're interested in, you know, cooking, like you really love doing it. It's really about what you're passionate about because this should be fun. Like this is. And you have to experiment. You don't have to, you don't have to have it all perfect before you go because. You're going to change. The platform's going to change. The marketing strategies are going to change. Yeah. You know, yeah. you might wake up in the morning and decide that you want to be the next Fred Rogers instead of the next Master P. So go. don't just do what feels right now and don't be afraid to change it and say, yeah. you know, like I just threw the cooking thing in because I thought I don't want it to, to, to be just me playing. <laughs> Pearl Jam song, obscure songs that nobody knows, and people are afraid of requests from my set list because I don't know what that is. So, you know, yeah. just, just keep keep changing it. I don't know what what my stream will look like two months from now, right. um, but but if it's the same and I'm having fun, great. And if I decide to get an organ grinder monkey, then come on down. <laughs> um the yeah i i absolutely agree i think that was one thing one one beautiful piece of advice that a streamer leon bratt gave that in one of his videos about streaming is improve your stream by one percent every time and and that that that's very loaded with a lot of great advice in it because it's on one hand if you're trying to improve your stream by a hundred percent every time you're gonna burn yourself out you're gonna hate it you're gonna fuck you know, you, you, you're not going to be perfect. And, and when people are saying, just start streaming, just get to it. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a philosophy behind it because you're just, because you really don't know what you're going for. I mean, you have an idea and you have this, you know, but, but the thing is, is that once your community starts coming and you, you start working with your community or, or how, or you get other ideas or you get other inspirations and, and you want to change it. I mean, that's what's great about it is that you could change it. You can morph it. It's world building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, you're building out this world that, that you're inviting people into. So what are you interested in? If you were going to a world, what would that world, what, if you were going to a world that had everything that you loved in it, like what would that world look like? So, you know, like for me, it was like, I love music. I like talking. I like playing music. So sometimes I play music and I talk a lot. <laughs> so, you know, like, and I think you've been here for one of my live loops, Joker, but I'll, I'll do live loops or I have the music streamers come in and I saw that you're uncomfortable with people being in your shit. So 
that might not be for you, but you just got to think about, uh, you got to think about what you're interested in and, you know, expand on it just a little bit at a time. I mean, just if, if you're going in and you want to, you know, drop the flyest bars, you know, be that. And then, um, if you want to also play games, you can do that too. It, that's what's beautiful about this platform as well is that there people are really cool with you just sort of doing whatever whatever you want as long as you keep it interesting, as long as you keep engaged and keep people engaged. Press go live and hang out, huh? <laughs> it, I understand though because it took it took a lot. Um, to understand that it's to understand what the community is and how the, how the the interaction is you know mm. from performing on a stage where people are staring at you waiting for you to make a you know you can't make a mistake right. because you're the professional right and they for this and you and they want to be odd and they want to be uh. yes so i came to twitch and i was like okay i, I can't make a mistake you know <laughs> and i can't these people you know you finish a song and there's nothing in the chat but they're you know 12 eyes and then like so was that bad or <laughs> well, they're just doing stuff they're there they're listening to yeah. it they dig it and if you make a mistake they're not like that, that's actually kind of cool yeah. when i watch people and they're singing along with a song and they miss a chord i'm like oh yeah like that that's real. Been, Been there. there. Yeah. I know what that's like. Mm. You know, I don't think like, oh, what a loser. <laughs> you totally missed that Jesus four. What's wrong with you? Like, nobody. It's not why we're here. If right. I wanted that, I would, you know, rent. I don't know. I would watch. No, that has flubs in it. A lot of flubs in it. I was going to say I'd watch The Last Waltz, but I would, you know, like download some Prince videos. Like, you know, that's mm. this is not what the platform is. If you're a streamer like that and you can give a flawless performance, if that's your thing, great. I think it removes a little bit of the intimacy mm. that that is wonderful about Twitch. If it if everything's so perfect and, you know, um, it's but but if that's what you want to do if that's the image you want to put out there then then fine but it but just you know keep in mind that that the community's flexible too so so like they'll grow with you mm. if that's your goal to be a flawless prince performer there's nothing wrong in starting here right. with all your foibles and flaws and letting your community grow and support you and help you reach that point yeah yeah yeah, solid. I want to perform Windley. Yeah, That's my life. I uh, bringing in the the guys because the the band for the music streams. It, it's a very um, it's a very uh, it's a different world for them. They don't get what's going on, and and they also aren't really. Because, you know, when you go to a, a, a gig in real life, you go and you set up your stuff and you have your set list and you just play off your set list. And if someone requests a song that you might know, it's like, OK, cool, I'll play that next or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's a different kind of gig when you show up and like your set list is on display and people sort of like now dance, you know, and like so that's sort of how they see it is like, you know, they're losing control of how they want to set a scene. And, and, you know, so they weren't getting it, but you know, it, what was interesting is by the end of three hours, we had played a total of 17 songs 
and we had so much fun and like people mm-hmm. were having fun and when i told them that that we just played 17 songs they were like what because when you're going to fill a 3 hour slot uh you're you're playing like 45 minutes and take a break maybe maybe it, it, you know so you're you're playing about 10 to 12 songs per set and um <clears throat> by the end of the night you're playing anywhere from like 35 to 40 songs and um and, and and you know right and right after another you're not talking to the crowd really unless you 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 are engaged but it's not really your job and so you're uh when 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 you're on twitch and you spent half the time just shooting the shit laughing about dumb stuff that people wrote in chat or funny stuff or cool stuff or interesting stuff and you played 17 songs that it's like they're like well i guess we didn't really work all that hard and i guess it's not too bad you know so it's definitely a a change but uh uh, but i I really like it and to the point where i don't really want to play irl gigs although i am uh i am considering going back out there uh just because just money is nice to have (laughs) so so who knows uh i'm naturally a planner but i've sat in a room and chatted with 40 people and an empty chair till the streamer comes back you know, people seem bored and hang and want to see cool shit they relate to. I see what you're saying, but I guess it's just how you build your community. It's just how, I mean, Raina, Raina has her community trained to know that Tuesdays and Thursdays are going to be <laughs> live learns where she's going to be sitting, struggling through songs. And, and, and you know what? People got it uh, pretty quickly and they're, they keep coming back. So it's just... They sit there and watch Raina struggle with songs for two hours until they can request their song. Not that it's a bad thing. Not that Raina does it poorly, because Raina is actually very fantastic at live learnings. Uh, oh yeah, my, that's right. No, my community has me trained. Yeah, yeah. After a while, <laughs> after a while, they start they start making demands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's just it, it's a really fun, interesting lump of clay to mold. And it's just figure out what you're interested in and pursue that and uh, the rebellion. Uh, and, and you just, like they say, just start. I mean, it's it's real. Like, if you look at some of those early streams that I did with Reyna or that Reyna did on her own, it's like on a laptop. It's like really bad. It's just, it's just not good quality. So you definitely see a progression, and and we just started like you know most people do. You just jump in, and you make friends. And really, if you really want to you know grow a community, the best thing to do is hang out, and which you already do. So you're really good at that. So can't be that hard. I see you do it. Every- <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. If I could do it, anybody could do it. Just make sure you have a really smart wife that knows how to do it too, so they can show you how to do it. Amelia, thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. I, I hope it's getting late for you. Uh, I see. Or not I see, but. Yeah, it's just 30, but yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's not too bad. Hey, man. What, yeah. do, you, do you go to bed early or are you a late person? No, it depends. I don't I do not do anything regularly. Let's put it that way. Perfect. I try to make myself a routine person, but it doesn't. It doesn't really work. So I just, whenever I wake up, 
whatever mood I'm in for the day, that's what I go with. <laughs> I feel you. Military training and, and sit-ups and push-ups and studying finish for four hours, then that's the kind of day. And if it's not, then I'll go with that. Fair enough. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening, and I'll Thank send your patch out uh, probably tomorrow. All right, cool. Thank right. you. Thanks for having me. Have a great night. Thank you so much, Amelia Ray Music, for coming on the show and telling your truths. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Again, go check out twitch.tv slash Amelia Ray Music and also AmeliaRay.net is her website. And of course, please go check out Hambone Says, which if you just click on her website, it takes you to her website and it's like the first thing you see. But also I put the video uh, link in the show notes. I want you guys to go see it because it's so good and it's it's just it's a great message and uh I don't know. It, it's just, I, I really enjoyed it. So go check it out. Also, go check out Rainamystique.com, R E I N A M Y S T I Q U E.com. Go check her out. She's doing stuff. Twitch.tv slash Rainamystique. She's streaming. She's doing things. Uh, check out We Speak English Good on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We're doing big things over there. Big, big things over there. Uh, very happy about a grant we got. We got our sponsor, Podcorn.com, which you heard that whole thing at the top. Uh, and of course, don't forget about ModedStudios.com, our, our, our old friends, ModedStudios.com, where you can get all your favorite fully embroidered patches and per per <laughs> patches and per mark may god damn it uh and uh yeah i think that's about it you like subscribe review i'm not gonna go through all that shit you know what that means i already said it i just feel redundant it just feels redundant I feel like i'm lecturing you i don't want to lecture you so I'm going to go for a bigger push. We're going to try to get more people listening, get more people on board. I'm pretty nervous. And I'll tell you, at this moment, I'm feeling like backing out and just continuing the route I'm going and just just do it. But it's not it's I can't play it safe anymore. I got to I got to spread my wings. So um, I'm going to actually look into a uh uh, podcorn which i said at the top there they ha i'm sending out proposals all week so that's the grind it's time to send out proposals time to start getting some facebook ads or something i don't know I i'm looking into a lot of different options to to spend this grant money on because i have to spend it on the podcast and i just don't know what to do with it i mean there i mean i just want to go out and buy a hollow body guitar and electric drum set and say hey I gotta improve my stream. I need that electric drum set so I can start bringing in drummers. So it's not just the thing about the thing about the music streams on Twitch is that it's you're so bare and naked. You're just naked out there, and it's um, and you can hear every mistake, every sour note, everything. I mean, you're really putting on like a very nuanced performance, and. I just feel like I could do really good by hiding behind a drummer. And uh, I, I do really well when there's like a full band 
and all my mistakes can be hidden in in the clutter so that's where i'm, I'm trying to go with these music streams but it's we've been having a lot of setbacks our, our singer got some some mouth surgery so he got his wisdom teeth pulled out and um it got infected and he had to get like draining tubes and now he has like a hamburger in his cheek it looks like a fucking squirrel storing a hamburger and he named it bulbasaur so uh bulbasaur is not allowing jason to sing that well right at this moment so i think we're pushing back the music stream again which i'm super bummed about but whatever it's fine it's not like i don't have plenty to do and plenty to go over with what i'm doing already so uh we're looking at probably sometime in march for the music stream <sighs> we did one in december and that was it I, I and it went really well actually it was a very it was pretty successful i'd say i mean we didn't make like a killing of money or anything like it's not like they were able to like pay their mortgage with our stream money but we made a little money we had people hanging out and you know we had the emote wall going and shit was popping off so we had a really good time but it's looking like that's going to be a little bit setback because of Bulbasaur. Uh, so that's okay. We, 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 we're sending healing vibes to Jason. Uh, uh, and and that's a, that, there's a lot going on right now. So uh, a lot of good things are happening for me and for, for, for Reyna. So uh, be on the lookout. We on the rise with bloodshot eyes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to anybody right now. No one knows what that's even referencing. All right, so let's uh, let, let let me go over what we got going on here. Um, where is it? Uh oh, what? What? Oh my God! Where'd you get that big block of ice? Uh, okay, well, thank you. That was uh, Saucy telling me he found a big brick of ice. It snowed a lot, so my son is, uh, is is having a good time licking snow and finding ice blocks. and It's very cute to see him do that. Uh, he's enjoying it. Uh, anyways, what, what was I saying? Oh, 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 the schedule, the schedule. So we have a stream schedule, and I'm pretty proud of myself because, you know, I, 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 I got the whole month mapped out pretty yeah i got the month mapped out and it's it's a fire ass month so this is for the stream uh schedule so again friday we have the andy brothers who are uh, young bucks out of rochester new york and they are music streamers and they also play out and they have music out and they're pretty freaking awesome nice guys uh monday uh february 8th we have variety streamer sarah jazz and who is fucking incredible super funny uh she always has her boobies out which on purpose she she makes no she's not hiding the fact that her boobs are out for uh, on purpose uh so i'm not like i'm not trying to shame her in any way get your hustle oh 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 i do have to say this I invited Jesus Molina on the show, and he charges $1,500 to do podcasts. So Jose Molina, or Jesus Molina, will not be on the show. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, uh, Friday, 2-12, uh, February 12th, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we got music streamer Wonder Truly, and that is a Friday, so we'll have Cypher Deluxe, so if you have any... Um, 
if you have your your hot 16 you want to spit or you got a song or a poem or a story you want to share please come through uh you can jump in the discord which you can find in the show notes we have a discord invite link down there so jump in the discord sign up in cypher deluxe for your chance to get on air on WSEG TV. We have Monday 215, which is February 15th, indie rocker Scott Tournay of uh, of Electric Voodoo, who is, by the way, used to play with um oh my god. He was the guitarist for um God damn it. They they're pretty famous. They they did pretty good shit. Um what is their name? I can't remember. Anyways, he was he was like he's played on like Conan O'Brien, Jay Leno, or the Tonight Show. He's done it all. He's a fantastic guitarist, and I love his band Electric Voodoo. They're fucking incredible. They're like if the Black Keys banged Fela Kuti. It's something like that in in that realm there. Uh, let's see, rapper, podcaster, behind the suit, and and that is not his name, but that is his channel, uh, his channel name, his Twitch channel. He is a podcaster. He uh, interviews people, and he's pretty cool. I, I like him. I just sort of met him, and uh, we but we're gonna be collaborating here back and forth. So I'll be on his podcast, and he'll be on mine. So that is uh, a Monday or no a friday which which is perfect because it's cypher deluxe and uh, hopefully and he's pretty much gonna stay on and rap and then we're gonna raid his channel and it'll be a good time so please come through on that and then monday february 22nd we have music streamer danielle allard who is a french canadian just a friendly canadian uh, uh um, person <laughs> and music streamer and artist and teacher uh, super excited to talk to her it, and i believe that she just got her partnership too so she is a twitch partner and uh happy to happy to talk to her and then uh, and then finally for february on february february 26 i believe it'll be the 26 uh it's it's the silence noise who is a who i i don't know how to he just He's hilarious. He he he's a music producer. He's a guitarist. He has long hair. He's from Detroit. Um, he he's funny as all hell. He plays like goth metal, like symphonic goth metal, um, and he does like all original stream. Uh, I don't think he does any covers on his stream. He's it's pretty fucking amazing to be to to be completely honest with you. Uh, he, he's a videographer, so he has all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the background. So uh, super excited to talk to The Silence Noise. And Fre- February's looking like a fantastic, fantastic month to talk to some folks. So, yeah, that that's it. That is February in a nutshell for all of y'all. We have great releases on the podcast feed as well, which I, I guess I could go through some. We have our 300th episode coming up and uh i'm pretty excited about that uh so you know next this friday we'll have geico music on and then we're gonna have uh who is a music streamer an israeli music streamer we have jazz pop vocalist philomena croce 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 dang philomena <laughs> i can't remember how she said her last name uh and then rain mystique is coming back on the show we got uh oh our 300th episode is coming up with a guitarist ari o'neill who is a uh, the guitarist from uh beyonce she's played with beyonce jay-z lizzo she, she's just uh, an amazing uh lineup of 
of music musicians she's played with just legends and uh let's see dave k music who <laughs> i love dave dave is awesome we got kint suku coming up we got a julian bell humor more uh we got matt suarez coming back nick black uh we got i'm just telling you we got a ton of great shows coming for that ass so lots of content for the month of february please do come through we're having a good time and we don't want to leave you out so and, and come on over come to twitch download the stuff tell your friends share the links do the whole thing it we're doing a push here folks we're, we're trying to get sponsorships we're trying to build and grow the podcast um more than we did last year so that's that i set the goal for myself let's just grow more than last year which has so far been pretty easy but i feel like i need to put a little injection fluid in in this shit so whatever that means all right i gotta wrap up i gotta start getting ready for a doctor's appointment so i hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their day whatever time of day it is for you and uh, i hope that you have a safe rest of your week and be good to your fellow human beings hjs for everybody i'll see you guys on friday with guys Coast. Coast.